Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to The Psy Effect, a show that deals with hot topics from all directions. And now, introducing the funny, the talented, the charismatic, the captivating, the woman who tells it like it is, your host, I am Psy. Hello, hello, and welcome to another edition of the Psy Effect Radio Show. I'm your host, Psy, and today's special guest, I have the very sexy, talented hip-hop artist, Alyssa Sheik. This 25-year-old hip-hop artist and songwriter is nothing short of genuine talent. She began writing and performing her own lyrics at 11, and since then has taken her gift all over the globe to places such as Europe and the Caribbean. Her unparalleled flow, witty punchlines, and strong yet polished delivery on tracks give her sound the unmistakable identity known as aggressive sheep. A South Florida native with a Jamaican and British background, she draws inspiration from the pioneers of hip-hop golden era, as well as those of reggae music. Now in a very Coco Chanel-esque fashion, she is ready to take on the masses. Her official mixtape, Coco Complex, will drop in the summer of 2012. Please give a warm welcome. Miss Alisa Sheik. Hey, kiss, kiss, everybody. Hey, Mama. Welcome to the Side Effect. I'm, I'm excited to have you on the show. You know, Thank you for having me. You're very welcome. It's a pleasure. You know, I've been talking about, honestly, for the last year. And I'm so grateful to be able to reconnect, you know, to get a, to, to, to connect back with you. You know, a friend of a mutual friend of ours turned me on to your music, and I was like, wow, who is that? You know, <laughs> like, oh my God, she is a beast. Yeah. And I actually wow. listened, I listened to your music before I actually saw a picture. And when I saw the picture, I was like, oh, my God, all of that came out of that? <laughs> <laughs> that that's, that's generally the reaction that, that I get. Um, I get I get a kick out of it, though. It definitely tickles me because people are just like, how are you rapping like this? And, you know, but I, I love it. And, and thank you so much for, you know, even listening and paying attention and, and recognizing because, you know, it's, we work hard out here. I work. I definitely work hard, and you know, it's it's great to be recognized. Absolutely, you're very welcome. Like I said before, you know, my sisters, we ladies, got to stick together. We got to hold each other up and continue to motivate each other, and that's what it's about. I think that's what the new era of music is going to be about. Now, tell everyone how did you, um, when did you start pursuing music, and how did you choose rap out of singing? Well, the thing is, I've always loved to perform and to write. And um, as a child, I used to write um, a lot of short stories and poetry. And um, I used to get entered into a lot of contests, and I would win a lot of the time. 
And um, but I always loved music. Um, just being that you know, I grew up in a house with a single mom, and I have a lot of siblings, and you know, we were in the house a lot, and you know, we just played a lot of different types of music. So I've always loved music, and then I want to say like when I was like around ten, eleven, you know, I I just tried to just start writing my own music and you know the response that I would get from like my little friends was like a cool response and I I enjoyed it but I never told anybody and I kept it a secret for like a really long time um you know outside of like my little peers I never told any adults or even any of my siblings that I could write music or that I was trying to rap and um it was something that I just kept a secret for a really long time and then you know i actually have a degree in child development. I wanted to be a teacher and a psychologist, but while I was in college, um, you know, I would be taking, you know, instead of taking notes, I would be writing music, and I'm just like, you know what, this is, I'm not going to waste any more of my time doing something. You know, I had to kind of just learn to give in to my passion and not be afraid of you know, not be afraid to do that and not being afraid to give into it. So that's just what I did. Um, I got introduced to hip-hop so early. Like I said, there was so much music being played in my house. Mm-hmm. And I want to say that my real love, when I really realized that I loved music, probably came around the only built for Cuban Links album, that Purple Tape that Raekwon did. And um, I remember just trying to trying to memorize every single song on it. And then, you know, like, like it just was crazy. Like ice cream, that was one song. I had no idea what he was talking about at the time, but right. I knew he was talking about some kind of ice cream. And I'm just there, and you know, like I'm trying to memorize the whole thing, and then, you know, it just it just went on from there. But yeah, so that that's just how I kind of got into it. It's like I said, just not being afraid to give into what I've always wanted to do. That's great. That's great. It's that passion, and that passion. When you have the fire burning, the passion never dies. That's for sure. It, you know? Exactly. It really doesn't. And so, it, I'm sorry? I'm sorry. Where do you reside? Oh, at the moment, I'm, I live in um, New York. I'm in New York City. Um, I'm originally from Florida, from South Florida, Miramar, Florida. Um, I was raised back and forth between Miramar and um, Mandeville, Jamaica. I would go back and forth a lot. Um, but I live in New York City right now. Now, you really go hard in your tracks. I mean, you 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 can probably stand up the best in the game as far as the males. Who are your <laughs> musical influences? Oh, I have so many. Um, I have so many, but you know, and funny is that a, a lot of my influence are not even only from hip-hop. A lot of it comes from, you know, just music on the whole, just people that were making great music on the whole. But, you know, Kanye West, as far as hip-hop goes, I mean, some people might try to argue this, but he's hands down to me, you know, the greatest all-around hip-hop artist as far as when it comes to touching every area. I'm so inspired by him and admire him so much because he's just not afraid to take risks and go out there and do whatever it's going to take, no matter what anybody's going to say. Um, I've always loved Slick Rick also because of his his wittiness and how he just told stories and had so much fun with the music. Um, same thing with, um, you know, I've always loved Eve. Of When it comes down to female rappers, Eve, Queen Latifah, MC Light, MC like the fact that she just wasn't afraid to spit. She wasn't afraid to rap. She was ready to take on 
any of the boys did not care. She was just ready for whatever. And Queen Latifah, same thing. She just did it with so much respect and so much pride and just so conscious, and I loved it. And what I loved with Eve was she was that median where she wasn't afraid to be a woman, but Mm -hmm. she was very so much, you know, she spit her hardest, but she was still very, very feminine, but very, you know, reserved and still conscious of who she was and still had a lot of pride in herself. So, you know, and then there comes Tanya Stevens, who's a reggae artist, who is one, a really good storyteller and a great, Mm -hmm. you know, great singer. Rick James, I love so much just because he just, sang with so much soul and you know even though he's not a hip-hop artist he was more into funk and soul there was just such an energy about it that I want to you know try to incorporate in my own music and Prince uh, Wu-Tang you know yeah I have a lot of inspirations a lot I see I see and you're just a blend (laughs) of them all Oh, I, that I would. That's great. Thank you. <laughs> that, that's you definitely. A, that's, no, that's a definitely a compliment. I, I can really see yeah. a little bit of all of them in you, especially when I go from track to track. No track is the same, you know. And that's yeah. another thing that really got my attention. You made me want to hear more. I wanted more, and and you mm-hmm. don't. We don't get that option you know, with music anymore. We hear one track, and usually one track is all they have on their record that's hot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? I I remember listening to something that Michael Jackson spoke about, and um, he always said that he spent his entire career trying to outdo Thriller. That mm. even when he was even when he was making Thriller, you know, every track had to be better than the last one. Mm-hmm. So if he did you know, Baby Be Mine. When he was getting ready to do The Girl Is Mine, it was like, that one has to be better than Baby Mine. And then Billie Jean mm-hmm. has to be better than The Girl Was Mine. And then Beat It had to be better than Billie Jean. And so far so far, and so forth. And I think that that's something that I try to do myself, is in some ways you have to be in competition with yourself. Right. And you have to constantly try to outdo yourself. And you know, just keep raising that bar and keep and keep setting higher standards for yourself. That's the only way you're going to grow, mm-hmm. especially in an industry now when, you know, people are so, like, just, you know, they have the attention span of two-year-olds. Yeah. So it's very easy for people to get bored. So you are an entertainer, and that's important that you keep giving people more and and, and more and more every time and, and you know, when you keep doing that, they'll come back to you. So that's something that I definitely try to do. I completely agree with you. We we live right now in an A, I say an ADD society. You know where, you know, you can have the attention of them for a minute, and then the next second they're on to the next thing. So it's difficult. It takes a lot of work to keep the society that we live in right now, attention. So I think you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna be fine with that. I really do. I believe that. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Now, you've performed overseas and, you know, the Caribbean and um, Europe. What was that like? How did they accept you? What was performing for people over the sea, overseas like and, um how was it different to performing in the U.S.? Well, you know, I first I want to just say that I absolutely love the Netherlands. Um, 
Rotterdam in particular, so shout out to them. You know, shout out to, you know, my native, my, my you know, my mother's, sorry, my mother's native country, Jamaica, somewhere that I was able to perform. And let me tell you, what I love with going overseas is that if those people don't think that you're good, they are not going to fake it with you. They're not putting up any funds. You either got it or you don't. And, you know, going over there, they see past whatever your image is supposed to be, whatever clothes you have on or all of that is secondary. They want to hear the music first. And, you know, when I performed in Jamaica, I that had had to have been one of the most nerve-wrecking, you know, performances ever because going on that stage, the first thing you're thinking is like, oh, my gosh, are they going to boo me? Are they going to throw some bottles at me, some kind of rocks or – because they're a tough crowd, and the thing yeah, is, yeah, I mean, shout out to them. Like, I love I love the country, you know. It's in my blood, but it is what it is. They're very tough yeah, to you, please because. Right, you get a coconut inside your head while you up there on that Girl, day. I'm telling you, you'll just see sugar cane flying out the crowd, all kind of mangoes and, but, <laughs> no, but, you know, but, but it, it's just, a, they're a tough crowd, and. You know they 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 don't care how beautiful you are they don't they don't care they want to hear what you got to say and when I went on that stage and you know what we call a forward in Jamaica is like when the DJ you know kind of starts the song all over again like a rewind pull it back bring it back you know kind of thing and I'm up there and I literally was just staring at the back of the crowd because I just didn't have it in me to stare at at the people and I heard the first forward I heard the first you know I heard him bring it back and I was like what is he doing I actually thought that he turned it off because I was no good and I just seen all these lighters in the air and I heard all this screaming and I said God wow they they like me you know and I just kept going and you know the first song that I did when I tell you this guy rewind that song about six times I even looked at him and I was like what are you doing (laughs) and he's like he's like Girl, you better you better keep going, kind of. You know what I mean? And I was yeah, like, oh my yeah. gosh! So, you know, that feels so good. And then, you know, they wrote about me in in the papers, and you know, they just mm-hmm. appre- they appreciated me so much, and they really loved it. And that just felt so good because you know those are my people, and it just mm-hmm. feels good that that you're representing them well, and they mm-hmm. and that they're happy with what you're doing. So it feels so good, and you know, being in Europe. You know, which is, I am half European, but, you know, Netherlands is a a different country. And I go over there and, uh, you know, just the reception that I've gotten from them. And they've been so supportive. I mean, even till now, even till now. And it's been a while since I've been there. And they're always looking out for the next project of mine. They're just always so supportive and just so receptive and you know, it's just it's. I'm just so grateful because it just lets me know that they care about my music. They care mm-hmm. about my music. The first question they're asking me is, "When's the next single?" It's not. You mm-hmm. know, if I could put up a thousand pictures, and you know, they'll. Oh yeah, they like the pictures. But the minute I put some music up, you gotta see how they attack it. And like I said, it's just a different experience because you just know that they care about the music. Mm-hmm. That's just you information know? that you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, and that's performing. Yeah, and and it's it, it's confirmation, and it's also inspiration, also mm-hmm. you know, because you you kind of have it in your mind like I can't let these people down. They want to hear me, 
You know what right. I mean? So even if I wanted to just pick up and say, ah, I'm going to do something else, it's, I, I feel a sort of obligation to them because I'm so grateful for how they support, how they do support me and yeah. how they're, you know, how much they just love what I do. And there's no better feeling in the world. It's It's definitely a form of gratification and it's so, you know, just to know that people love what you put so much effort, right. time, sweat, blood, and tears into, to know that people Absolutely. receive that so well, it's, you know, mm-hmm. overwhelming sometimes. Now, are you an indie artist, and are you pursuing a major deal? I'm an indie artist at the moment, yes. Um, as far as considering or, you know, pursuing a, a major deal, I won't say that it is in my best, you know, I won't say it's a priority of mine at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a lot of things that you can do on your own, and mm-hmm. I'm a definite. I'm definitely a hard worker, and I kind of enjoy the freedom that I have as an indie artist at the moment. And right now, right. I just want to make great music and have fun. And so, I, you know, so at the moment, I choose to, you know, just do my yeah. thing independently. But however, if and if a major deal ever came my way, I wouldn't be opposed to it. But you know, it definitely just has to be something that wouldn't be, you know, that I, I would feel is in the best interest of me, the best interest of the company, and just, you know, a good partnership overall. Absolutely. I agree. That's very important. And it's also, you know, very important that you're in a place where you have the freedom because sometimes when you have a major deal, you know, you lose all of yourself within that deal. You become very strong. You know, they Very kind of morph you. They morph you into what they think you should be. You know, so Very true. I applaud all the indie artists that are doing their own thing and sticking to their truth. You know, that's a hard thing to do. It's a hard hustle because you're basically using your own money to do everything. Yeah, yeah. It's it's you know it's very difficult, and but at the same time, it's it's so much more rewarding. Yeah. And um, it's just something where you appreciate your accomplishments so much more because mm-hmm. you know how hard. And not saying that people on major labels don't work just as hard, but it's just different when you're spending your own money or someone yeah. else's money. Yeah. And when you're spending your own hard-earned money, you know, no matter how you got to go out and get it, and you put something out there and, and people receive it well and you're having fun and you just appreciate it so much more because you know what you've put into it. Absolutely. So it definitely, yeah. you know, I, I definitely applaud, you know, a lot of my indie peers and, you know, because it, it is not easy at all. But what I can say is that at least with indie artists, you know, we, we're, I think that we're more appreciative of, you know, of whatever comes our way and, mm-hmm. you know, the kind of accomplishments. And we definitely have more fun because we don't have as much pressure. Right, right. Yeah, because there's a lot of pressure when someone else's money become involved, that's for sure. Oh, of course, of course. Oh, yeah, because people, you know, people aren't just throwing their money out there just because, you know. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a business. It's a business, yeah. you know. Now, you brought your single. You're going to allow the Sci-Fi Radio Show to premiere the first single that's going to be off your mixtape. Yes. I'm so excited right now. Oh, I am so excited. Let me let me shout out the 45s who are, you know, South Florida duo that produced that tra- that produced this track. It's so amazing, and I am so honored to be able to debut it on your show. 
Thank it's you. called the ride. It's the first. Yeah, it's the first single off of the uh, Coco Complex uh, mixtape, and I love it. It is so fun. It's just so light and airy and just perfect for the summertime. Mm-hmm. And it's it's such a great track, and I know everybody's going to enjoy it because I love it. <laughs> I love it too. So let's let's let the side effect radio show listeners check it out. What's the title? All right, so this track that we're going to debut is called The Ride. It's off of the Coco Complex mixtape, and you're hearing it first on the Sidebeck Radio Show. Let's go.
that track was Bananas. That was Alicia premiering the ride for the first time on the Sly Effect radio show. Oh, my God. I'm excited that I'm connecting with people that's making me fall back in love with hip-hop again. Ah, good. Yo, thank you so much. I'm happy you enjoyed it. Oh my God! It's it's just supposed to be fun, you know. Hip hop is it's it's fun, and it's one of the reasons I fell in love with the genre in the first place. Was that, Mm -hmm. you know, hip hop on a whole is just something that is so in your face, you know, just very just fun, and it's but aggressive, and it's just, you know, we don't follow everybody else, and you know, we're just concerned with us. We're like the underdogs, and you know, so I'm happy. I am too. Now you're singing in that track. I am. <laughs> Look at you. I am. I'm doing a little something. <laughs> oh, the industry is about to have a problem, for real. Are you involved <laughs> in any of the production on the recording side? I'm very involved in the production side of things. Um, I, I'm definitely there with a lot of, especially with this project, because, you know, Back to when you even asked me who were my influences, and I named all those people that are from different genres and all different areas mm-hmm. of the world. And you know, for even even for you to say that you hear all those people in me, it's kind of difficult sometimes for even producers to be like, "How are you trying to put all those people in one?" So I kind of have to be there to guide, um, to help guide. You know, and I work with some very talented, open-minded individuals, and. Um, you know, it which it makes their life easier, but I'm very involved, you know, as far as picking my, my snares, picking my drums, picking, you know, especially the fact that I write my own music. A lot of times I might write something and I don't have the beat as yet, so it's in my head. So I have to be there to help these guys bring it to life. So mm-hmm. that's something that I'm very involved in. Nice, good. And you also write. You write everything. People don't believe. I know people don't believe that. You know, you're beautiful, and you can actually write your own lyrics. <laughs> yes, I do. I write everything, um, I, literally every every ad lib, every cough, everything that you hear. Man. That is 100% Alyssa Sheik. And, um, you know, I make that my duty to make sure that I am the one behind all of that because I want to sell something real. I want to give mm-hmm. something real to the people. I don't want it to be just another just another gimmick or just another fly-by-night act, you know. I want to give something to the people that they can appreciate and that, you know, when they do come to see me in shows or when they are buying my music or, you know, buying anything that has anything to do with me, they're getting something of value. So it's important for me that whatever I'm putting out there is, is all me and they are, you know, whatever they're loving about me or whatever they're falling in love with when it comes to anything to do with me is 100% Alyssa Sheik. Now, where do you see yourself in five years in this industry? Oh, wow. Um, All over the globe. (laughs) You know, like, I mean, literally everywhere. Like, um, I definitely want to get into some some acting. Um, You know, I have, Mm -hmm. um, I want to start a children's clothing line. you know, hopefully to be writing for other people. I definitely want to write children's books as well. Okay. You know, um, I want to have a couple Grammys. I want to, you know, I want it all. I want everything that, everything that is accessible to me, I'm going to get it. You know, I have 
I have two hands, I have two feet, I have air in my lungs, you know, thank God, and anything that is accessible to me, I want it, so, yeah. There you go. Now, what do you think about the state of music right now? You know, the music industry isn't really making any money off the artists, and the artists definitely not making any money, so... So going about it as an indie artist, which is probably one of the smart things, may I add, that you're doing, but as a whole, you're going into an industry that's really not doing anything. How how do you feel about that? Does that discourage you in any way? Um, I can't say that it's really discouraging. What I can say is the music industry at the moment is definitely oversaturated in every aspect. And um, But it's oversaturated with a lot of people that are more, are more interested in being famous than actually mm-hmm. making good music. Right. And there's a big difference. So this industry at the moment, because of the fact that it's so oversaturated and, you know, there's just so much out there and it's just so easy to get lost in everything, if you don't have passion for this, you're just not. You just need to get out the game because those are the only people that are going to make it in this day and age. This has to be something that you want for not just money or not just being famous or nothing. This has to be something that you want. You know, if your interest is only, you know, just getting a little fame so you want to just put anything out there that's going to catch people's attention, yeah, you'll get some You'll get some attention for a couple months and then you'll be mm-hmm. out and forgotten in a little bit. But for people like me that I want to be on my Aretha Franklin stuff where I'm on my 32nd album at 60-something years old, yes. you know, when I want to be on stuff like that or when I want to have the timelessness of a person like a Sade or somebody that wants to roll with the times like LL Cool J does or like Jay-Z does, you know, you got to have nothing but passion. And at the moment with music, especially hip-hop, I think that hip-hop – Hip-hop is like this big circle, and, you know, it just, it's not even so much that it evolves or that it changes. It just keeps repeating itself. Hip-hop started out as something that was all fun and hookah rock a party and this and that, you know, and then it went conscious, and then it got gangster, and then it went back to fun, and then back to gangster, and then now it's back fun again, and now I think that it's getting back into a conscious space. It's just something that just keeps repeating itself. And, mm-hmm. you know, when people say, oh, hip-hop is dead or this and that, I don't pay any attention to that. Because right, it's right, just, right. It's just, it, it started out as something where people were breakdancing and people were, you know, on the mic just not really being all lyrical. They were just, like, trying to make the crowd move. And that's where it's kind of at right now. And then it'll mm-hmm. eventually get conscious again and get gangsta again and then go back to the happens. fun. So, yeah, so I'm not worried cool. about that. It comes back in full circle, and that's exactly what's going to happen. And you're going to get into it right on time. I do believe that. Now, what? Thank you. Thank you. It's all about just, you know, constantly reinventing yourself and just, you know, it's like I said, if you have passion, passion is just the key word. When you have a passion for something, you do whatever you have to do to stay in it and, and keep moving with it. And it's not about, you know, sometimes change is good. You know, change isn't always a bad thing. And I think that. Yeah, you know, and we need to learn as a as a community, especially hip-hop, we need to learn to embrace that a little bit better, I think, with this generation. I think with the generation mm-hmm. before, they embraced change a little bit more. But, 
you know, we need to embrace change a little better, and we'll be fine. Just don't make yeah. it a bigger deal than it is. Just have fun with the music, That's you know. Awesome. Now, when is the mixtape dropping? We're, right now, the mixtape, we're looking at summertime. Um, exact date, I don't want to give any, you know, false mm-hmm. dates out there, but we're definitely looking at this summer. Um, as you see, we just debuted the first single, so that lets you know that it's right around the corner. So it'll definitely be sometime uh, midsummer. Okay. Now, before we leave, we've got a couple minutes left. I want to play a little snippet of one of my favorite songs off the mixtape. Um, okay. I'm not sure if this is going to be on the mixtape, but it's one of my favorite songs, South Florida. Oh, <laughs> I had to do that. <laughs> I had you to. Rep they, my, my... Florida. Everybody reps Miami. Nobody says nothing about the area that they're really from. And I commend you for keeping it 100 and repping yeah. Broward County. That's my city right there. Thank that, you. That's right. Like, you know what? I love South Florida on a whole. And so I, you know, people that are from South Florida and that know South Florida, you're going to hear some of the wealthy areas, you're going to hear some of the, you know, hood areas, and because I just love South Florida on a whole, especially East Miramar, that's my city, shout out to everybody in East Miramar, shout out to them, and, you know, East Miramar made me who I am, that, that's, I was raised there, grew up there, you know, family still there, like, that, that's, you know, that's who I am, so this, this song, Mm -hmm. South Florida, Funny enough is I wrote that song while I was here in New York because I was so homesick. You were missing it. You were missing it. <laughs> I was I was missing my home. I was yes, so homesick, and I started I started thinking of all these places, and I was like, you know what? I got to do something for South Florida because South Florida made me. They raised me. They they made me who I am. So I, it, it was only we right gonna, to do this we track. We're gonna go into it right quick. Let's go into it right quick. All we're right. Out of time. South Perfect. Florida, Alisa Sheik. Stand up. I'm a motherfucking classic Bitches getting urns I don't bother with a casket Ashes I'ma get the scattering You bastards Closest that you'll ever get The green is the grasses You little speck Y'all ain't worth getting glasses But Vera Love couldn't even help You see you lame schmuck I'm about my dame fuck Nothing like your last bitch Shoot game killer Make a dame dash quick You take black flavor Let me get the accent Why am I not And don't I something If the eyes J.A. through my veins, South Florida, my home. And all y'all know I rep the motherfucking M-Zone. Miramar, stand up, Hollywood, hands up, Hollandale. Where the rich is, where y'all at? The April Pines, gonna get them up. Fair way, show me something, dang your beach. Hey, now bring them up. Florida, that's for you guys. That's definitely for myself, Florida. Shout out to them. 
Definitely, definitely. Alisa, I wish you every single bit of success. You, you you're gonna you're gonna make it to the top. You're gonna make it to the top because Thank you. You're ready, you're humble, you've had time to perfect your craft, you've grown, you had time to get you know everything out, you're a grown woman ready to do grown woman things in this industry. Definitely. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Now, do you have any shout-outs? You know, you shout-out your um, producers. You shout-out Miramar. Put Miramar on the map. Anybody oh, else Miramar, yeah. Yeah, definitely. East Miramar, stand up. I do this for you guys. Jamaica, you know. In other places, don't know. Preston Green, oh. Perry Ann Williams. Uh, Straight from the Lab Productions, the 45s. You know, my family, my supporters, my believers. J. Prince and Miss Skeen, Creative Freedom, you know, shout out, and last but definitely not the least, the Sasek Radio Show, you know, thank you so much for having me, for supporting me, and debut with my track, The Ride, you know, and uh, follow me on Twitter, Alyssa Sheik, A-L-L-Y-S-S-A-C-H-I-C, you can go to com for videos, interviews, um, just hearing more music, uh, keeping up with me on the news. With the news, you can go to YouTube, Alyssa Sheik. Um, just type in Alyssa Sheik in Google. I am not hard to find, <laughs> you know. Um, but definitely, yeah, just, you know, follow me on Twitter. Hit me up on Facebook. Definitely. Great, great. It's a pleasure. You are now a part of the Sci-Effect family, so you're welcome back. Yay! You guys call me and say, Sci, I'm ready to come back. I got some new stuff. I'm ready to come back and talk about what I'm working on. So, Nice. Thank you so much. And guys, look out for that Coco Complex mixtape drop in summertime, 2012. And definitely go to my website, download the first track, The Ride, AlyssaSheet.com. That's right. And I am Sai. You can catch me here each and every Monday, Wednesdays, and Thursdays at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on www.blogtalkradio forward slash the side effect. You can put this number in your phone, go ahead and save it under the side effect because when you call, you can listen. You can listen to the show. You don't have to be near a computer. You know, if you're out and about, you at the mall, you know, you at McDonald's and drive through ordering your food, waiting for it to get be ready, you can call the side effect and listen and you can press one to talk to the host, me. That's three two three seventy four nine six three five. Lock that number in. Until next time, continue to spread peace and love. Well, that's it, everybody. Thank you for joining in. We hope you enjoyed the show. Remember, check us out next time for more fun and more laughs on The Sire.